Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. It's the 5 o'clock fire. Brought to you by Regions Bank. Ah, it is 5 o'clock. Congratulations. Hopefully you're off work. Luckily for you, old Dirty, the Dill. The big Dill. And Psycho T have the latest. And I see you from the text line, Ron. What you got against BBWs? I don't have anything against them. I'm just saying I call a, I call a lie that that person said that he'd rather see uh, uh, her in a onesie than the Sports Illustrated cover of Brittany Mahomes. I just don't believe that person. All right. Well, did you find me a picture? Uh, not a good one. Mm. This was a, like a the, the onesie I found was like a, a pajama onesie. I think you're looking for something a little bit more electric. Well, I mean, either way it goes, man. I was just trying to come. She is a Houston native. There you uh, go. Uh, she, she went to high school in Houston. There you go. Yeah. yeah. All right. Uh, big night last night, Clint. And uh, I think uh, I think maybe the biggest news is uh, one of the uh, one of the men who is in the ring of honor for the Houston Texans is now the first player for the Houston Texans to ever be inducted into the Hall of Fame. Clint Andre Johnson, after uh, two years having to wait, and you could see uh, the, the the smile and happiness. I bet you John McClain somewhere lost his mind. Uh, as he was his presenter to everybody. But Andre Johnson gets into the Hall of Fame uh, in this class, Clint. And we've, we've said it before. We think he has deserved that honor. Uh, and he had a better career, I think, probably than most people realize or believe. I wonder around around the country, do they think, are they thinking, what the hell? Andre Johnson got in? I wonder be- just because he just wasn't a guy – that that you really knew a lot. I bet you he's probably known for his time in Miami. Maybe for some people that yeah. he is with the Texans. But boy, all you got to do is take a look at his numbers and then start comparing them with other greats in, in this league that played that position. And then I think many people would be surprised by what he was. The resume is definitely Hall of Fame, man. And then and then in my opinion, you look at how he went about it, playing with so many different quarterbacks, um, being being the hardest working guy in the room. Uh, you know, not being a look at me guy, just going out there and setting the standard every day and grinding and working hard, and then all of that, uh, you know, getting him to a point where now the resume is a Hall of Fame resume. He may be a tad bit under the radar for a lot of people because the Texans, the team he played for, the team he carried, didn't do a whole lot of winning, um, and and I'm talking about overall, and didn't necessarily, you know, as a group. Uh, weren't weren't in the spotlight probably enough or, or not as much as the Tory Holtz and some of the yep. the, the Reggie Waynes, the guys that, 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 that he's that he's in the in the class with guys that had playoff runs and Super Bowls uh, absolutely so um, it, it's guys like that typically get overlooked guys like that typically it takes a little bit longer to get in but but this is one that is is absolutely it's, well deserved it's just crazy though right like when you start to think about and I'm sure you've seen this with guys in your career. Uh, and guys you played with, if you just think about just the timing, man, if he was just, if he was just younger, and he ran into Deshaun yep. <laughs> as his quarterback, like Hopkins kind of started to get later, or he ran into C.J. Stroud. Now, how different and how you know different Andre would would look? I don't. Did, I mean, I, tell me if I'm wrong. They had a couple of runs. That's right. Sure, a couple of runs like this, but where. You know he was out all the time, and he had a big time quarterback that kind of, kind of not only made him better, but was on TV and somebody that people wanted to see, and he would be in more high profile games. 
boy, if he were just younger and ran into one of those guys as yeah. his quarterback, it would have made it, 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 it would his numbers would have been even bigger than they are right yeah, now. Yeah, you would think so. But uh, nonetheless, he's in, man. What a what a what a day for for Houston. What a day for Andre Johnson. Um, it's well deserved. And they will they will in Houston. We'll be doing this again in about four years because um, I don't believe JJ's waiting. I believe I believe JJ Watt is going right in uh, for uh, as soon as he's eligible. So that'll be uh, about two guys going in the hall in about in about a four or five year span there for the Texans coming up. But uh, congratulations to him as he gets in uh, to the uh, to the Hall of Fame. Five o'clock fire. We talked about, uh, Clint, with the uh, the Texans winning awards last night. The two big awards uh, in the NFL, uh, MVP and Defensive Player of the Year award, go to Lamar Jackson and Miles Garrett. Lamar Jackson, uh, listen, he got paid. They were, I mean, this is a crazy time. Remember at the beginning of the year, you, I remember you kept saying the Baltimore Ravens and what happens with uh, in the offseason with Lamar yeah. Jackson is going to be the most fascinating thing to watch. And remember, they put him up to, hey, we'll, we'll let you seek a trade. If you get somebody, that can, that can, we'll let you yep. seek a trade. And then to think they bring in Todd Malkin, the, the new coordinator, and then he has this season, has his second MVP award, uh, I think deserved. I think as the latter part of the season came about, he kind of showed himself to be the guy, guy on that team. But it is crazy, Clint, from where the Ravens started this year with Lamar Jackson you know, trying to figure out if they're going to give him a contract or not, or it looked like yeah. this, this the, the relationship may have had some issues to where they are to this point. Well, look to to think that that he he won an MVP in a year where he literally was in a, an entire different system that was asking him to play the yeah, game in a different way. Yeah. Uh, had I mean, look from a stats perspective, I, I don't have them all in front of me, but from a stats perspective, if you bump him up to what he's done in the past. That, that he didn't have statistically the kind of year that he's had in the past, but he still won the MVP, and I think rightfully so. Um, the, the the interesting thing about about Lamar Jackson is, boy, if you can win an MVP in year one with Todd, Todd Munkin, what can you do in year two? Uh, you got to believe he's going to continue to get better. I don't know where his ceiling lies in terms of being able to play in a system from the pocket, on time, all that kind of stuff. Um, I don't know where his ceiling lies there, but, boy, that's a hell of a start to year one for for Baltimore as it pertains to Lamar Jackson kind of reinventing himself and Todd Munkin uh, installing his offense. That was a that's a hell of a hell of an award to win in that season. Yeah, it, it, and it is interesting because John Harbaugh said next year he's going to be need to be more involved in the <laughs> as well he should. That's this I was is surprised thing, he's not yet. Well, the, well, this is that this is one thing to me that I, we, we maybe we can talk about it down the road somewhere. Maybe it's a segment, but but to me, like a a big part of what we didn't do, like we didn't hold, like I didn't, I didn't hold Lamar Jackson accountable. We talk, I talked to, I, I mean, I was ready to fire Todd Munkin, and I and I stand by that. Um, you still but, do. By, but yeah, no, no question. But if we look at in the moment of like, okay. Yes, the plan should have been different. Yes, Todd Munkin should have adjusted and called and called the game different in the moment. Um, but it's on him to step in. Step exactly. At some point in time, Lamar Jackson has to step in and go, "Hey, man, what the hell are we doing? What, what, I mean, this is ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, we can't. We, we got to move the football. We got to. I don't care how we got to do it. We it, let, let's get it done. At some point, Lamar Jackson has to be the one to say, "Hey, 
put it in my hands. Let's do let's do X, Y, and Z and go get this W instead of just you know instead of you know just adjusting on the fly and making plays when 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 the scheme's not working. Like at some point in time, you got to take charge and change the plan, make the adjustment. If nobody around you is going to do it, yeah. It, it I think a lot of people will have their minds on on how it ended with Lamar, but he sure. had a big time year. Uh, and I, you know what I do think, though, with Lamar, he is now, and maybe he was there already, but I think he's now officially entered the, the, the camp of his regular season is not going to matter that much. It, it, it's going to be what does Lamar do in the postseason. Like, yeah, I, I, think, right. I think we reached that point of like, all right, man, good. Now what do you do in the postseason? Well, I know when we have a, a conversation that includes this guy, it typically has a negative connotation, but I think it's real here. Um, I mean, it, it is a, a real James Harden type vibe with with Lamar. It's like, I mean, as good as you're going to find during the regular season, as as valuable as one player can be in the regular season, but for whatever reason, it hasn't come to fruition in the postseason. And and that that matchup, I'm not saying it from. I, I know a lot of people that the you're negative talking about just from the player just part. just being a monster in the regular season to a, to the degree of leading the league in scoring and being one of the deadliest scorers in the league to the hell happened in the playoffs right not being able to get over the hump same thing same thing with Lamar Jackson is just absolute deadly from in, in the regular season and then all of a sudden the playoffs for whatever reason you know you can't get over the hump now a lot of that has to do with you got guys like Pat Mahomes in the AFC and you, it with Harden you had you had a dynasty and in, in the Golden State Warriors and on your side of, of, of the game. And so, um, you know, all that's true. But at the end of the day, I, I think there is some, some similarities there to, to from Harden to Lamar as it pertains to success in the regular season versus the postseason. Yeah, uh, so uh, Lamar is the, uh, the MVP. And then the Defensive Player of the Year award goes to Miles Garrett. Um, he has been one of the dominant defensive players in the league over the last several years. T.J. Watt probably had an argument in this thing. But um, with all the injuries and things that they suffered, there were some times where he just dominated games and was the number one reason why they won games to begin with. Uh, the ex-A&M Aggie, calm down, Tyler. I know you're, you're, uh, you're big on it, but Miles Garrett also wins uh, Defensive Player of the Year. I know. Gig him. I know, you, I, know you, I know it gets you going. Five o'clock fire. All right, uh, one uh, one kind of wild story to me, Clint. Ohio State, they're hiring a new offensive coordinator because they lost theirs, and we'll get to that. Uh, they're hiring a new offensive coordinator. They're hiring the head coach of the UCLA Bruins, former <laughs> former national championship uh, uh, participant, coach of the Oregon Ducks, went to the Eagles, led them uh, to a playoff, and then came back and now is a head coach at UCLA, he has decided to step down from being the head coach at UCLA to take the offensive coordinator job at Ohio State. I, I, I don't even know what the hell that – I don't even know what that's about. Well, th- this is obviously an extreme example of what <laughs> I think the NIL and tra- all the changes in college football, all that's going on right now. It's, it's one thing to run off older coaches that have made all their money, have made their, their name. They just don't – they ain't got it in them to, 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 to survive this change that, that is college football right now. We've seen a lot of that. Like, I mean, people have thought that, that that may be what drove Saban out of the business. It may be what drove Jim Harbaugh back to the NFL. Um, this is obviously an, an extreme, right? As you're talking about a guy that, and I don't know what the pay, day, the pay difference is, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to guess it's, it's substantial. 
Um, I would think. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, big, big. Even at Ohio State, yeah, yeah, hell yeah. I mean, you're head coach at UCLA. I mean, he had to be a five or six million dollar a year guy. Easy. I mean, you ain't making a. You, he ain't especially, make, especially if you're Chip Kelly, probably a little bit more. What you gonna make a million and a half a, a year at, at at Ohio State as That's a coordinator? Maybe. Yes, less money. Let me leave L.A. for Columbus. <laughs> yeah. Let me lose power. And if you know Chip Kelly, Chip Kelly is a control nut. Yeah. That that is boy. That is. State of college football right now, man. Danny like Cannell extreme crazy about, moves, man. man. Danny Cannell talked about it the other day. This is just like, what the hell? Like, you can – I had to look at that twice. All right. Uh, as we continue to roll here, what, what's going to be the story? I want to hear what people text in or or uh, message in on YouTube and Twitch and text in 713-572-4610. After the game on Sunday, what do you think is going to be the talking, about, talking point? What's the story going to be after the game on Sunday – when the Chiefs take on the 49ers. We'll discuss that coming up next. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas. Here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, welcome back in as we continue rolling through live, live here on Radio Row here in Vegas. And um, we're getting you ready for the big game coming up on Sunday. I did say this, text in, uh, message in, what do you think is going to be the story? What do you think is going to be the story after the Super Bowl, after the game on Sunday? What's going to be the story? Someone texted in and uh, and said that, sorry, Ron, stats show that T.J. Watt is more deserving of Defensive Player of the Year award. Like, I mean, I, we can do the stats thing because – I mean, what was it? Is Tua better than Patrick Mahomes because Tua's numbers were better than his stats were better than his? Is he better than CJ? Oh no, hell no! Now let's calm down. The stats, yeah, he may have more sacks, but uh, the impact that that Miles Garrett and guys like that had this year is just out of you can't just go by stats. I mean, you got to. I mean, you got to have some stats, and he was yeah. there. But his impact on the on the defensive side of the ball was was uh, was huge for that team. All right. What's going to be the story, Clint? Seven one three five seven two four six ten. Those of you on YouTube and Twitch, you can jump in on that as well. What's going to be the story uh, that people are talking about coming out? Of, where is this soup coming? Oh, it's it went over and got some gumbo over there. Oh, yeah, I was about to say I smelled something. Uh, what is the what's the story going to be <clears throat> coming out of this game on uh, on Sunday? Uh, look, I, I I like the 49ers to win this ball game. Oh, do you? Yes. Now, with the MLB app, you can get baseball your way. Pick your favorite team, your favorite players, and get customized highlights, stories, and breaking news right on your home feed. Follow the action with Game Tip, where 3D replays add another dimension. Plus, notifications can keep you connected to every pitch, every hit, every game. The MLB app. Baseball, your way. Download it now for free from the App Store or Google Play. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trade parts used with permission. Um, and, and so I, I believe that yeah, the Chiefs against the Ravens in the last game, yeah, you like the Niners, yeah, yeah. huh? I told you, I told you early on. Uh, as soon as that, uh, as soon as the championship games were over, that there's something about that. That the, both of them great teams, great matchup. I'm stoked about it. But there's something about Lady Luck that's been on that uh, San Francisco side that I just I, I could I can't I spent two weeks trying to shake uh, Lady Luck and I and I hadn't done it yet. So I'm, I'm going to ride with. The 49ers. And, and, and here's, here's the deal. I, I think the story on the back side of this is more of, of the, the, the fire that 
Cam Newton started of of the game manager game changer uh, conversation and and when that whether you think he's a game changer or a game manager or he goes out there and makes throws and then makes more plays with his feet and maybe you start people start leaning towards well he's a game changer whatever it may be either way it goes if you win a Super Bowl if you go to two straight NFC championships and you win a Super Bowl and you start your career that way uh, I, I think they got to give you the respect. It, Either way, you slice it, and so I, I think it's I think it's a, a a good, strong, healthy conversation about Brock Purdy uh, and and what type of quarterback he actually is. I think Brock Purdy is going to be a big part of the story, no matter what happens. Uh, I, I think it's going to be crazy, and if they win, people are there are going to be some people are going to be hard pressed to give him the credit that one would normally give. Like if you just it, what's Brock's numbers? If you just up Brock's numbers and blindly pulled him up and just said, "All right, this is what this player did this year. This is what what he did in this season," and then comes out and comes from behind against the Packers in the fourth quarter and leads a drive to win that game, down seventeen in the in the in the third quarter to start the second half, yep. comes back and beats the Lions. And wins that game, and he's making plays in both those games with his legs as well. Yes, if you were to say, "All right, that that same player then just went in and beat Patrick Mahomes, and he threw for forty two hundred yards plus, threw for two sixty seven and a half. That's more than Mahomes per game. That's what his average was: thirty one touchdowns, eleven picks. Like you would think that that person and that player who just had that year, who then the previous year was nine and old. Like before, yep. before he got before he got injured, you would think that guy would be like, "Man, this is a start to a career." But I, I, I would bet money that it would be boy. He he was in the driver's seat. Yeah, it was it was everything else around him. Now, if they lose, which I think they will, if they lose the game, it's going to be because see, he they could, just he don't have the him, yeah. they don't have the quarterback. Yeah. But I think so. I think Brock is going to be the story at, in, in some form or fashion just because of he has just become such a polarizing yeah. figure for some odd reason. Well, it's look, like I said, if, if he can win it, it's it's going to be a feather in his cap either way it goes. It's going to silence some of the critics. If he can win it and, and do it in impressive fashion the way that he's done the, the, the previous two rounds of the playoffs and, and he can use his legs in the process versus that defense – then, then he may just make it impossible for anybody to have any 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 um, limits on on his first two years in the league on his resume. So we'll see. But I, I think either way it goes, it's it's Brock Purdy and the Forty Nineers. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think the Chiefs will win, um, and I think the I think what the story should be is that uh oh, the Chiefs have had the best unit their defense is probably the best unit in the nfl yeah uh and and i think i think they're going to have to play the way they played all year uh this this to to win this game against san francisco and if that happens which i think it will i think the talk will be damn this should be this defense should be what this defense has done that this defense went through and how and held down that San Francisco 49ers with all their players because they're healthy and when they've been healthy they've put up points before that they went out and shut down a Baltimore team that was rolling put up you know almost 40 on this 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 49ers team 56 on the Dolphins they've had big games did it to Buffalo did it to Miami that run but 
I think the number one story is going to be Mahomes has three Super Bowls in four years, and now the Brady talk is as serious, and nobody, not even the the, the, the guys who don't want to have that conversation, I think that conversation will have to be had. And I think you said it earlier, you'd be looking at, like, see, th- this to me is a way that you get yourself into a Brady conversation. Is not just that you win, but the way that he would have to win this thing. Like, this is a, dude, nobody, nobody thought the Chiefs, <laughs> when yeah. you were watching in the middle of the season, would be at this point. And if the thought would be if he drags this team to a Super Bowl, this one, with all the stuff that happened throughout the year with him, this would be a, 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 a his his greatest accomplishment. And I think that's the kind of story that goes yeah. with it that gets you into the Brady conversation. Yeah, I don't know why, but it seems to me like this is the year that, and I, I say this, and it seems like I'm not being negative. I think I think you get the picture right. It's just like that Pat grows up. Right, I mean, Pat has always been the better player. He's always it's been a, a backyard approach. It's it's been a very, uh, uh, you know, risky approach. The off script, off platform, the no looks, and all that kind of. And that's all sexy. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, yeah. it seems like this year Pat's made the decision of like, hey, let me let me stay clean, let me stay healthy, let me let this defense work. And if I need to take a game over, then I'll take it over and I'll take some risk and whatever. Let me be somewhat conservative, get get uh, Rasheed Rice some touches outside. Let me, of course, old trusty uh, Travis Kelsey. Hey, man, let's really focus on this run game, get this run game, uh, you know, rocking and rolling and, and more so manage the game. I mean, it's just a – because Pat's always got the ability to do what we've watched him do as a young quarterback and just take the game over at any point in time. Um you know, now all of a sudden, this dude's got the ability to just to just be completely aware of the situation around him and and be the old man in the room, the old wise one in the room. That's that's, that's a scary combination, man. Yeah, at twenty eight, the Come old on, wise man. man. That's a, uh, <laughs> that's a scary combination. It is. All right, coming up as we finish things out, the best of the week. It's been a crazy, crazy week on Radio Row. I can't wait to see what Tyler has put together. And how the hell does Bill O'Brien keep getting jobs? I mean, good jobs, too. Good jobs. Wait till you hear the latest team that's giving Bill O'Brien an opportunity. We'll discuss that coming up next. Yingling Flight presents Sports Radio 610 live from Radio Row. Coming to you live from Las Vegas. Here's The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. Live in Vegas as we finish out the week, uh, and and listen, we we appreciate everybody who has had a hand in helping us get here, and uh, and keeping us afloat. Uh, and uh, shout out again to uh, Yingling Flight. Shout out to Low T, and as well as Bull Shirts, who uh, who have uh, taken care of us. These great polos that we are wearing this week, and um, Low T and Yingling Flight helping us to uh, be able to perform and get down here. We appreciate you greatly, um, and it's been, a, it's been a fun week uh, and uh, a lot going on around here. Uh, and uh, Sports Radio 610 back to covering the Super Bowl uh, is, the, uh, is the right thing and how it should be. So uh, we appreciate everybody that's helped us get here. We appreciate you, the listeners, who uh, weathered with us and helped us um, uh, and uh, stayed with us and hung out with us as we tried to get you ready for uh, this uh, this game and everything this week, Clint. Uh, before we get to the best of the week, Boston College has has decided to hire Bill O'Brien as their head coach. 
Yeah. Shocks Bill the hell out of me. Does it? That, I, 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 I didn't yeah, know Bill look, was going I, I just, I mean, there's so many op, there's so many options in, in, in college football right now. He must have blown him away uh, in the interview. Well, yeah, look, I mean, we, we know Bill is a master manipulator along with Jack Easterby. I mean, we, we know that. I mean, and look, he's been given multiple uh, jobs that are in a, in a management role. I think he's very good at convincing um, the powers that be that, hey, I can manage people and I, and I, I can, I can, you know, rally the troops. I, th- I think he's just really good in that in that particular setting. I'm talking about convincing people he can do it, not necessarily because it just. Doing it I mean, if, if you're if you're football people and and uh, you know, I, I just don't. I don't know how you look at. I don't know how you look at what Bill O'Brien's done over the last four years, and you're like, yeah, this is my best option. I mean, it, it was. If we're honest, and we're looking at this thing from a football perspective, with 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 Bill, Bill O'Brien and Deshaun Watson, that was square peg, round hole, ninety five percent of the time. Um, and and along the way, you you look at what all went on with Jack Easterby. You look at what, what all went on with players. It, it it just it was an awful look. And then you go to Alabama, and and now the quarterback that you had at Alabama. That took the team to a college ball playoff. That's the one, Clint. I didn't think. I didn't think a college team was going to hire yeah, hire yeah, within I mean, a within a year it, of that happening. It's crazy, you know. That goes that goes viral, and then he, you know, goes to New England, and and the the, the, the New England situation. He clearly didn't make that any better they're whatsoever. A, they're going to be drafting a quarterback, and they just thought yeah, he could fix I, Mac Jones. I mean, it's it's just a mess, and 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 I could see where somebody would hire him. I, I wouldn't. I wouldn't, but I could see where somebody would hire him as an OC, and. He just all just focuses on that. You don't necessarily have to embrace recruiting, even though it would help if you did. But if it's at Ohio State, then you really don't have to. Um, I, I could see where the quarterback coach rock. I could see that, but boy, it just it's it's hard for me to think that a bunch of decision makers at Boston College sat down and said, "Of all, you got you got Bobby Slowick coming out of a system in year one, just just rocking and rolling." Now, that's pros, obviously, but but, but you there, got you got offensive minded like guys out there like that. And and this is who you settle on. So I did. I, I tell you what, though, Ron, I did just hear from one of my best friends that that I played in the league with, and he is a Boston College grad, and he said the alumni is amped about this hire. <laughs> the alumni loves it. I just I it, see, man, the way we have looked and seen the way that ch- college football has changed, and how coaches. You got to do your thing, as you said, boy. You, you know, Nick Saban just can't roll out his seven rings anymore and just tell you, now you got to keep these guys in the fold, and you can't just be an asshat like Bill O'Brien has had has shown the the ability to be, and think you're going to be able to keep guys. I think you'll be able to be successful. So he's going to have to change up the way he does. Things. Well, he's got to be, if you're going to have success at Boston College, which is difficult in its own right, but you're going to have to recruit at a different level, whether that's high school. Uh, whether that's that's transfer portal or you're keeping your own guys in house, you're gonna have to develop to a whole another level uh, and, and have a different plan of attack than than the the other schools that are running your conference, right? I mean, it, it, you're gonna have to be cutting edge schematically, offensively. And there's just a lot of things like I don't know I don't know what the formula is for Bill O'Brien to win at Boston College. I I just I don't know what it is. We'll see what happens, but it, it, it and as long as alumni is jazzed about it, they're going they're going to support it financially. So so who gives a rip? But it's a the bar's probably not high. I bet he wins six seven games, they'll love him. 
All right, we've had a great yeah. week. We've had a great week. Tyler works as, as hard as anybody. He put this together as he does each and every Friday. The best of the week. The best of the week on The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. The Drive is live, and we are live here on Radio Row, and that is uh, Clint is in the building. Tyler uh, is in the building as well. I see you, Big T. Uh, Super Bowl week, baby. The Drive is live. We get a lot of that. Oh, we got you some shirts. Oh, we got some shirts coming. They they come in. Boy, you get these here, and these are strong. They're strong now. Nice material, good fit, good length, so you you know your crack's not hanging out or anything. Uh, Oh, good length. I mean, not yours, literally. I wasn't thinking about your length of your crack, but just in general, the length of the shirt covers it up. How's the girth? Yeah. Well, I mean, I yeah, I I suppose you can look at it like that. Um, We finished that bottle of wine, and we're just sitting there breaking breaking bread, and all of a sudden. I said, I looked at <laughs> Ron. I looked over. I said, "Baby, I said, did you? Did you?" And she said, "No, I didn't." And she and, and she turned like I lost eye contact. She lost eye contact and said, "No, I didn't." And about three seconds went by, and she goes, "I can't lie." <laughs> he just say, She has to feel liberated now. She must walk she now. Walk around and she like I'm just gonna let this go. She is just, embarrassed. <laughs> I mean, just let it ride. Now I like she know you ain't going nowhere. You hey. love her, man. Bro, she is uh, not. She is. She is embarrassed. I'm judging the hell out of you. Two not, pedicures well, a I'm month, judging, man. You gotta take care of your wheels got, now. You're a diva, man. You're you're I just, I mean, you are high I gotta, class. Man. I got a weird thing about nails, man. I, Boy, this is getting weird quick. I, I like that, Tyler. Thank you. Uh, again, if you're putting your socks on and, and it, your nails are getting in the way, it's, it's a problem. Something's wrong with Tyler. You don't feel the normal Tyler? I feel like he's very flippant. I'm not joking. I'm dead ass serious. <laughs> you no, know seriously. what happened. There's no reason to rub it in. You know what happened. No, this is a guy that gets two pedicures a month. He ain't worried about us being in Vegas without him. <laughs> Yep, I will use it just like I'm sure you will. If your ass can get some free tickets, your ass is going to get them. Yum, kiss all of my, all of my beautiful, luscious, long, cracked, black ass. <laughs> all of you can. Yes, Laura, I said it out loud. That was so eloquently done. We're live here at, at Radio Row here in Las Vegas. And number two, Clint, apparently, the way this camera set up is um, the people can still see me during these breaks. And uh, as I see here on the uh, on YouTube and Twitch, right here. <clears throat> hey, Ron, from Sally, are them wings good? Got to be. You giving that chicken hell, Ron. Damn, Ron, cleaning the hell out of them wings. <laughs> I'll tell you, I'm going to break a wing down now. I'm going to get all that meat off of it. Oh damn, Tyler! All right, what happened? I just—he's salivating with that drop right there. Found out that break was a good time to polish them bad boys off. Tyler, this is your anger at us because you're not here coming out. What? Tyler, I really believe that. I am hurt. I am absolutely be. devastated. Damn. Tyler is like one of my best friends in radio. You should be. You didn't even I, say I, that convincingly in radio. I am. I am Impressive. hurt. Hurt. We'll figure this out. Wow. I thought there was a smidge of truth to this. What a son of a bitch. Best Kermit the Frog impression. I'm talking right now. That's it. So the dude hitting with the, uh, what's your best Kermit the Frog impression? We asked him because he sounds like a frog. Uh, and listen, man, I'm Patrick Mahomes, man. I'm six, seven years into this. This is this is a joke. Man, being a jackass. Oh, no, like, it's because he sounds like a damn cartoon character. 
that big, uh, uh, it was a tart fruit punch daiquiri that I got down there. $33 one. Sounds yeah, right up you. your alley. Oh, boy, it was fantastic. Tasty. Ooh, I can have it right now. That's what he sounded like drinking. <laughs> and, they, and they was that's not either. You weren't even there. Uh, when I really took it down. They they was there, they was whooping ass. Boy, it was fantastic. Tasty. That's your best word, yeah, brother. Right. I mean, the Super Bowls were good. Yeah. I mean <laughs> your best word is when you tuck your balls in your socks. <laughs> If that ever happens, I got some tall socks on, brother. I got some pantyhose on. Oh, we, didn't, they, we, didn't, we didn't get that once. They we got call, that twice, baby. They call those pantyhose, brother, because I ain't got a sock. I ain't got a pair of socks long enough. Hey, thank you, Tyler Milner. The best of the week on The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. That, uh, that was the best of the week. Uh, Mark Slareth, uh really in the ball tucking uh, situation. That, was, uh, that, that one caught me off guard. Didn't see that. Well, that man, Sam, Sam Macho, boy, I, I mean, you can see him. It's like turning on uh, headlights when he smiles. <laughs> like, you can, see, you can see Sam a mile away. Sam caught my eyes every time. Like, Sam, like, like I, I would – if you'd have told me Sam Macho got a grill in and it's – I mean, that's how much his white teeth pick up. I think he should. I think, I think he should get with Paul. <laughs> I think he should get with Paul Wall. I mean, Paul. It, it, I'll be honest with you, it, it would be a very, very financial, financially sound decision. For, for, for who? Sam. Oh, yeah. Could you imagine every time Sam smiled that, that he, had, <laughs> he had them diamonds running across his mouth? <laughs> he, I mean, he didn't smile. He smiled so big. I mean, it's so aggressive <laughs> coming up. No, man, it's been a great week uh, here. Coming up behind us, uh, the best of the week with Tyler Milner. You can hear uh, the general manager, Nick Casario, as he joined Payne and Pendergast. You can hear that interview coming up on the best of today, as well as behind them, Area 45, 7 to 10. Make sure you stay tuned uh, and listening throughout on this Friday evening. Clint, it's been a fun week. What's What's been your favorite part of the trip so far? I'll be honest, man. When I was sitting there, Dauber was down. Yeah. Pocketbook was light. Had you standing over my shoulder after we ate a, 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 a pretty decent little meal, and I flipped them cards up, I had me a damn straight flush. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, winning's fun, obviously. When you're down, making a little bit of money's fun. You said this is the but, hand. But when, you, when you're – I feel like I'm kind of introducing, introducing my good friend to a game that he knows nothing about, and then all of a sudden I hit the big boy. That's probably the highlight of, of my moment, and then and then last night hitting two straight flushes within a you know inside an hour probably maybe even inside thirty minutes, um, whoo wee that that was a moment. But but the, the the moment there when the climb, when the when I put the shovel down and stopped digging and started climbing my way out was when you were sitting right there behind me. And we could we could share that a high five boom little high five because it was about a thousand dollar victory. Um, that was uh that's that's the moment, man. That's but I had God dang man, I had some good ones. Oh, I hear you. I, I said God you. dang, by the way, I had some good ones, man. Heather, Heather in the spot, the link. Ooh, I mean, she did she did some really good work. Um, and you know that there are our times at the bar, me, you, and B Skeezy. Oh yeah, we had some at good the moments, bar. Man. We had good some talk. good times. Oh man, when um, I uh when I re- when I first realized Tyler that uh that daiquiri thing was right by the hotel. Uh, elevator, right to go to my room. That was a big moment for me. <laughs> I mean, because I knew it was going to get dominated. You're on 14 right now. <laughs> 14. I got another one in me or two. And then when I came out there and I beat the brakes off Juan. Yeah, Juan. Oh, Juan took the brunt God, of it. Huh? Yeah, he took. He got that yeah. ass whipping. He got it, baby. <laughs> I had to let him. I had to let him have it. But I met a lot of great people. School, man. Uh, 
good, good, good week, good week. Uh, again, everybody from uh, Parker to Laura to Aaron to Brandon Scott, uh, Seth, Sean, and Ben back in the studio holding it down, and Landry and Lopez and Figgy holding it down, and Tyler doing what he does as he is uh, the second best producer in all of Afternoon Drive, not in L.A., or New York doing his thing. Clint, great job all week. Tyler, great job all week. Um, uh, we wanted to make it big, and being here is uh, is a big part of doing that. I am Ron Hughley, as always, Houston. We love you, baby. Find you a tip. Uh, find you a, grab a chip and find a daisy dip. I am hurt. I am absolutely be. devastated. What a son of a bitch. Pew! Yeah, 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 yeah.